Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe and notify bell button. Notify bell. On YouTube, I was almost through. Which it. is was, a button. I was doing really, really good. It's a button, but it's a picture of a bell. Yeah, it's an image of the bell on button. Yeah. So be sure to hit all those. Make sure you are subscribed to the Stephen Larson Going In Raw channel. We're also available wherever fine podcasts are. If you really want to help support the show, you can head over to the iOS podcast app. Leave Going In Raw a rating or a review. That really helps the profile of the show, and we really, really appreciate it. And it's completely free and is very, very quick. Yes. Um, we're also uh, available on the Patreon. We have all of our wonderful patrons with us today. How many are with us? I can't, oh, 47. 47. Right so maybe some of them are still, still recovering from the holiday. Yes. Usually we have like 10 more now. Anyways. Well, that was a fairly typical number. About normal? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're also on the uh, Pro Wrestling yeah, Tees. Do we have all these here? No, we're not that. We got this one. Oh, nice. Like, this is a progress shirt. Yeah, they have a shop at Pro Wrestling Look at that bear, our, our, our slow wolf shirt. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You're not me. Ooh, he lost me a roll-up. Yep. Again. His weakness. We'll get to that in a little bit. First, we're going to talk about Raw. This is, our, Raw. this is a super show, Larson. Yeah, so we took yesterday in. off. Why would I have to? I'm... No, I'm telling them. Oh, well, you looked at me. The general audience. I meant you were talking to me. It'd be a long-ass episode. Or we can just run through it real quick. No, I wouldn't want to do that. There's there's a lot of stuff going on that I want to talk so about. So Raw opened up with John Cena coming out. Yeah. Um, only be inter- interrupted by Elias. <sighs> and then he, he said, John, do you know what WWE... You've been gone for a while. Do you know what WWE stands for? Walk with Elias. That was good. John Cena looked very tickled by that. Yeah. I was tickled by that. I wonder too. how long it is going to be till we get a Walk with Elias t-shirt. This was a great way to open Raw. Yeah. This was great for Elias. Who would have thought Elias Sampson would be going head-to-head with a very tickled... I think John Cena... I don't know if, he, I don't know if John Cena comes in there and requests somebody to work with. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if he was tickled to the prospect of working with Elias. Maybe. Elias is great. And John Cena enjoys working with entertainers. Yes. You know? And they both uh, responded well to the CM Punk chants. Yeah. Elias said, uh, 
I'm damn sure that CM Punk is not going to be interrupted. He says, I get interrupted a lot these days. I'm damn sure that CM Punk is not going to interrupt me tonight. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, yeah, the crowd was kind of... I mean, they were participating. They were participating. What was the part that annoyed the crap out of me? Were they chanting boring during this match? Yeah. They were. That's that's a no-no. Because this match was fine. It yeah. was Elias versus Johnson. Well, the thing know? was that the whole first hour of Raw was presented uh, without commercial interruption. Yeah. So the flow of the show yeah. was a little different. Yeah, I can't. So, I, so they kind of, the match was long. They gave it like almost 20 minutes. I honestly, it was boring. It was just long. I honestly don't know if I like this episode or not. I think I did. I like the finish. I'm trying to see anything I didn't like about this. Oh, I love the Roman Reigns stuff. Yeah. I actually like this episode. It was weird, though, because it was on Christmas, so mm-hmm. you don't really know what to think. I didn't even watch it Christmas uh, night. I watched it on and off throughout yesterday and this morning. Right. So I didn't see the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah, but I was I was thoroughly tickled by the open. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird not to have any commercials because I was like, I can't leave. Yeah, I know. Well, you could pause, you know. I don't. I can't do that. Because I watch mine, I steal my dad's cable. No, it's not my dad anymore. Now I steal my sister's cable. Okay. Because my dad, <clears throat> he got like the bootiest version of cable you can get. Oh, yeah. He doesn't even have USA. Oh, that's weird. I mean, the good thing is he doesn't have Fox News either. Oh, that's good. He still has cable access, which is great. Oh. Like public access. But he doesn't have USA anymore. My sister, however, she moved back. She got cable. So I got her password. All right. So now I steal her cable. You can't pause on streaming. Just do it during, oh, I guess it's not a commercial break. Never mind. There's no DVR. You can pause on the streaming, but you don't get to watch what you Yeah, you miss. can pause, and then you miss everything when you hit. Yeah. So, I mean, I just leave and get the same effect. Yeah. Well, at least if you leave, you can't hear the background. <laughs> so if anything cool happens. That's true. You can <clears throat> rewind in 15-second increments, though, when you stream. At least on the iPad, you can. Really? Yeah. I think mean, you can do because I do it on desktop, and I port it out to my giant 70-inch screen TV up mm-hmm. there. Man. Y'all want to support my 70-inch TV, go to Patreon and Patreon. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyways, um... No, I thought, I thought the open was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. Elias was versus fun. John Cena. Who doesn't love that? Um, Cena, of course, won with the AA, though. They weren't going to have well, Elias. Well, there's more to cover this opening thing, though, because uh, Elias starts singing. Oh, okay. Gets interrupted yeah, I'm sorry, by yeah. some CM Punk chants. Yeah. Again, continues. Cena stops him and says, hey, I was going to tell you this before you started. Yeah. Uh, Prince said, you got, you're out here talking down to the, the, the cities you were in. They're not the jerks. You're the jerk. Yeah. And then Elias says, all right, John, you got me. Okay, I'll, I'll sing this Christmas song differently. And he does. Yeah. Sings the first bit of... Was it uh, White Christmas? Yeah, I think so. And he gets John to sing. Yeah, he says, take it, from, take it away, John. And then he sucker punches him. <laughs> this whole, number one, the whole sequence was great because there was some of that comedic back and forth where John Cena's trying to tell Elias something and Elias is trying to stop him from telling. And John's yeah. basically trying to say, don't run these people down. Yeah. And you need a certain level of comedic timing and chemistry there. Yeah. And they both had it perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah, it was, was fantastic. The back and forth was fantastic. Yeah, Elias... Uh, the sucker punch is great, too, because I know. it was flush. I know. Uh, Elias beats up Cena a little bit more, says, I want to match with you tonight. Mm-hmm. We knew that was gonna, you know, we know how that's gonna happen. Yeah, but they gave it tons of time. No, they gave it a lot of time. Yeah, Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, But yes, Cena eventually went with an AA. Mm -hmm. I mean, we knew that was gonna happen. But yeah, pretty much. Nonetheless, still good match. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you have to wonder with this. So I'm not. I don't. I don't like talking about betting odds on the show. But excuse me. Sounds like Cena might be sticking around. Or at least be coming back around sometime in the next five weeks. Early betting odds for the Rumble. You're talking about, right? Right. 
mean, they'll change, but Cena's. I wonder. We should. I know. We should do like a like. There should be betting odds on how many times they're gonna the the winner's gonna change. Oh yeah. What do you how what's what do you think three he, three times? Yeah. Until we get it. So I think last year changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Over under will be under under over will be four. Was Randy Orton anywhere in the top couple? I mean, at the end, by the end, he was no, far and away. Like right now in the betting odds. I don't. I don't think he was. It was it, Cena, Reigns, Nakamura. The top three, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which, but besides Cena, all the, the other two make sense. Yeah, that's what we thought. Have our two as. Yeah, yeah. Reigns and Nakamura. Anyways, uh, next up we had uh, Kurt Angle backstage. Jason Jordan comes in. They say Merry Christmas to each other. Give each other hugs. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins comes in. And says I want Samoa Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants a piece of Samoa Kurt Angle makes the case. He says, "Listen." Every time you guys want a piece of Samoa Joe, Seabar gets in the way. So how about the two of you team up and take on Seabar? And uh, Jason Jordan says something along the lines of, uh, you know, hopefully I'll make a good replacement for Dean Ambrose or something like that. Seth Rollins takes some offense to that and says, you'll never be a replacement that was for later. Dean Ambrose. Oh, that was later? Yeah, that was when there's the two of them in the locker room. Oh, okay. I get mixed up then. What happened here? Um, he just makes the match. Okay. And then they leave. Roman Reigns comes in. Doesn't Kurt say Angle. anything, yeah. Yeah, Kurt Angle says, you get Joe tonight. Merry Christmas. That was a good bit. That was a good moment. That's that's how Roman Reigns really should be. No yeah. talking. Or just limited talking. Limited talking, yeah. I want no talk. It's right to the point. Yeah. Next, Brian Kendrick interview. Talking about uh, Hideo Itami. How he and Jack Gallagher apparently aren't getting opportunities they want. Yeah. Um, so he had a match against Hideo Itami, and Hideo Itami broke his nose. Mm, yeah. In orbital bone with a GTS. Yeah. How long is he out now? Six months? Oh, I don't know. Probably, probably a bit. Austin Aries out for a little while, and he got the orbital broken by yeah. Nakamura. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That sucks for Brian Kendrick. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I really kind of wish this is the wrong notes. I kind of wish that, like, when they said originally that he got busted up, because people said that he got he got bloody. I didn't, apparently I was not paying attention to the end of the Well, game. I mean, as soon as he, what it looked like to me, and granted, it was on an iPad, so I can't tell with any certainty if this is what actually happened. But it looks like when he's up in GTS position, he had his hand in position to cover up his face to block the impact one side, but the impact actually happened on the other side. Oh, wow. So it happened flush. Yeah. Um, again, I could be completely wrong, but as soon as it happened, he held his face. Yeah. Which at first could have seemed like, wow, that's a really good sell, but it was more than that. It'd be a great way to, to really build a day with Tommy. To get if him over, get the GTS over is super destructive by having... Every kayfabe, kayfabe. Everybody that takes it ends up going to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> they're all out. Yeah, that'd be great. But based on what happened on two hundred five live, I don't think that's the tactic they're going to take. No, I don't think so. I think they're just going to like not have them do the GTS anymore, which is a bummer. It sucks. They'll probably do what we figured they were going to do in the first place, just like bust it out special, special occasions yes. and tease it here and there. Yeah. Next, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Mickey James are walking around backstage together, they're approached by the Miztourage, who starts singing them Christmas carols. They're doing the caroling thing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Curtis Axel was great. Yeah, I like them both, man. No, I mean like specifically during their uh, Secret Santa match. Mm-hmm. What he was saying when his, their, I'll get to it, and their opponent was revealed. Oh, <laughs> he hurt my neck. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was good. Uh, next, Absolution versus Bailey, Sasha, and Mickey James. Um, there's a brawl outside. But nothing, I don't know. This is okay the crowd, match. the crowd really wanted Paige. I remember that. Yeah, part. they popped. They popped for Bailey too when she got the hot tag. Hey man, you know what? Like they're they're. This is a great way to slow. I mentioned this before. 
This is a great way to slowly rebuild Bailey. It really is. Nothing flashy. No. Nothing flashy. No. Just let her wrestle good. Yeah. Good matches. Give her some good matches. Give her some character moments in ring. Right, exactly. Let that. I love Do for now. This week. Build upon that. When one of her floaty guys didn't work. That was two weeks ago. Or last was that week. two weeks ago? Last yeah. week? Yeah, okay. Little character bits. Little bits like that. Yeah. Go a long way. It really does. And just that, that's it. You don't even do anything else. No. Um, but uh, Absolution went over. Bage hit a, a rampage on Bailey. Got the pin yeah. after the brawl on the outside, which is mm. pretty decent. Uh, oh, at one point, Bailey hit a Bailey to Bailey on Page, and Absolution pulls Page out of the ring to break yeah. up the pinfall. That led to the brawl. That led to the finish. I still really like Sonya Deville. For yeah. me, the jury's kind of out on Mandy Rose. She's a decent wrestler. Yeah, she's okay. But I just I don't really get a grasp on what... Like with Sonya Deville, you know exactly who she is and what she is when she comes out. Yeah. You know exactly what she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I'm still not sure what Mandy Rose's character is. I know. Yeah. And once they kind of figure that out, I think it'll be okay. Maybe. Uh, Next, Moa Joe interview. He's he's the best. Yeah, Samoa He's Joe best talker. Best. He's, he's best talker 2017. Yeah. Oh, by the way. So... Uh, some people were kind of uh, raging in the comments of the Friendo Award nominations video mm. because we had the polls open for like less than a full day. Yeah. Here's the thing. We had 2,000 respondents um, like within 16 or 18 yeah, hours, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And the the winners for literally all nine categories were runaways. Yeah. Absolute runaways. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of tight there, races. So there was zero chance that any further, and then like we ended up having to like pay, like we have to pay for the survey. The more respondents, the like, more, send the in, more it's going to cost it. The more we pay, and we're cheap bastards. Um, so we like to use our money. We, li- we we like to use that good Patreon money like effectively. We're about to get an office space. Um, we like to upgrade our stuff, and so there was zero point in continuing to pay something for literally all nine categories were all runaway votes. And so nobody else's vote, like it wasn't like anything was going to swing anywhere. Yeah, probably not. It's kind of like, you know, like when like uh, election night, like presidential election nights, when there's been times when like, oh, you know. With, oh, and they called it by like 11 When they o'clock. call it, but like, oh, California, the polls just closed. We're going to call it right now because there's no way that, you know, it's going to make any difference. Yeah. It's kind of the deal. Yeah. You kind of feel like your vote doesn't count. Yeah. For a lot of you, your vote didn't count. Sorry, but it wouldn't have mattered. No, it was a bummer. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I understand people would be upset about it. They want an opportunity to participate too. Yeah, sure, I get that. But you know, and it's from, you know, from my perspective, it's disappointing that we can't leave it open longer. Yeah, well, it's kind of snooze you lose situation too. Well, not mm. like it just illustrates you have to you have to watch these videos immediately and like immediately click on the link. These are very very important polls that we have going on. Right? I guess they are. I'm just joking. Apologize to anybody out there who didn't have yes. their voice heard, but it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. You never know. The first 2,000 respondents, I think like the closest vote for any of them, like somebody got 40% of the vote, like for, no, 45% of the vote, and literally everybody else was split 10, 10, 10, 10, or yeah. whatever the math yeah. was. No, I mean, there's not a whole lot of close races. But as we saw last year when we did the voting through. Last we year, there were a bunch of close... Yeah. I and mean, there's a lot of late swings, too. So it's entirely possible there could have been a swing. It's not... There wouldn't have... No, not with the way... No, it would have taken, like, a massive... It would have been a huge... It would have taken some election fraud, essentially. <laughs> it would have taken some hacking. I'm just saying it's possible. Exactly. So, anyways. I'm sorry people got denied the opportunity to... Anything's vote. possible, but we were afraid for, you know, we are afraid of election fraud. Uh, Kane versus Heath Slater was up next. Yeah, that was fun. 
Uh, yeah, no, this is fun. I just whenever I look at Heath Slater now, I'm like, man, he really needs to hook up with the three MB guys and, and get in the gym because he's getting softer and softer mm-hmm. by the week. Mm-hmm. Um, like his chest used to stick out further than his lo- his midsection, and now yeah. it doesn't. It's no. the opposite. Uh, so, anyways, um, even Rhino. Uh, so yeah, it was Kane versus Heath Slater. Kane won easily. Rhino tried to give him a spear afterwards. He's trying to build no Kane. a gore. A gore. I'm sorry. There's no difference. It's still, it's there is a difference. The name is different. That's the difference. Yeah, that's the only difference. Near as I can tell, and the person yeah, giving it is a spear, man. But called by what by what he calls it. He tried to give him a gore. A gore. And what did he eat? Choke slam. Exactly. They're trying to build Kane as a monster. I'm not sure this is a great way to do it. They should have. I mean, look, dude. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna give us any semblance of hope that Kane is gonna beat Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman, then Kane should be beating people like Samoa Joe. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I want to see that. I, nobody wants to see it, but at that point, you he kind of be more believable. Yeah, but I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see Kane beating Finn Balor, even though I understand the reasoning behind it. I don't want to right, see it. Right, right. I know me neither. <laughs> Man, what's going on with Finn Balor? Oh, we can talk about that now. Well, first, yeah, Kurt Hawkins dropped the promo and uh, said he his Christmas gift is be a win. Yeah. He's the one all year. Yeah. And so he had an open challenge for someone else to come out and beat him. Mm-hmm. I did like his new vest. He has uh, all his, his losses marked on it. Yeah, I know. Hey, look, man. He's got a job. Yeah. And they, they talk about this this uh, lose, losing streak of his. On occasion, yes. Good for him. And you know what, man? He had some uh, pictures, I think, on Instagram or something like that where he had his little baby like in the ring doing something, I don't know, taking bumps or something. I wasn't taking bumps. But it was it was something cute. It was him and his baby and they're like he was like putting the baby in the ring or something. And I was like, Oh my god, it's the cutest thing ever. Like I wanna I, I want Kurt Hawkins to keep winning. Yeah, man, he's got yeah. a kid. Yeah. Um so Finn Balor answered this uh challenge. Not any Finn Balor, Red Balor. Red Balor's back. Red Balor's back. I kinda wonder if he should have had green knee pads. Yeah, to tie in more with the Christmas. Because I didn't fully feel like it was full Christmas, but this should have been Christmas. Well, he didn't. Ballard. He didn't get. Yeah, no, he didn't get custom ring gear. He just brought out Red Balor. Right, exactly. Which isn't the same. It's not the same. Now you're man. telling me at the MSG house show the following night Whoa! we got what? Oh, this is a conversation I have. White Balor. Are there pictures of? Yes. White Balor pictures. It was on our Twitter feed, man. Um, it was great. Uh, he still had a black leather jacket. Though. Oh, yeah, that's a necessity. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, he came out at... Uh, <laughs> you just put in White Balor. <laughs> Nobody else is going to refer to him as White Balor. I don't know man. that. Um, I think in our mentions it should be there. Yeah, confirm. All right, I'll find it. I'll find it. Anyways. Um, Carry on with your thoughts. No, it's great, man. Uh, Red Balor came out yeah. to face Kurt Hawkins. So we need to figure out... We need to kind of power rank at this point. Power rank. Ballers. Where does White Baller? White Baller apparently came out of MSG. Um, took on Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Either I think he made him pass out. That would be my guess. Yeah. So I'm. Well, thinking I mean, if 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 White Baller is O for one, he's got to be just above Pumpkin Baller, who never had a match. Yeah, White Baller was never. But here's the thing. Also, White Baller was never on TV. But he did have a match. Pumpkin Baller was on TV, but he never had a match. Yeah, Pumpkin Baller was awful. He was. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking it's. I think I'm thinking pumpkins at the bottom, and then is White Balor. Yes. Then is Red Balor because he did get a win on TV. There he is. This looks like he, he's, wearing he's wearing like, underwear, man. He's just wearing, <laughs> he's just wearing underwear. He's like he's like uh, Bo Dallas, like OG yeah. Bo Dallas. He's, he's just wearing, wearing underwear. He's wearing like a diaper. 
Yeah. So he's just above Pumpkin Balor. Yeah. And then Red Balor. And then is Red Balor. And then Man Balor. Man Balor. Demon, Demon Balor. Balor Gray Balor. Gray Balor is the Gray Balor is top Balor. Right, because he's the Balor who made the Demon. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got that all settled. Yeah, we need to get that out of the way. Anyways, uh, Kurt Hawkins won. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins <laughs> lost against uh, Red Balor. Coup de gras. Coup Next, Miztourage backstage. They went to talk to Goldust, sang him a song, and then offered him up a Christmas gift. Santa's Little Helper. Yeah. I believe that movie was called that Miz was in mm-hmm. with Paige. Santa's Little Helper, yeah. And then Goldust uh, walked towards Titus Worldwide, who was walking through the arena. This bugged me. You know why? Why? Why didn't Goldust acknowledge Dana Brooks' Alexandra York impression? Oh, that's a good point. Alexandra York was Mad- Marlena? Yeah. Did she, she had another name, right? Well, uh, Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds, yeah, thank you. That's her name. <laughs> That's a real name. I thought Marlena was a real name. Oh, remember that time they showed her butthole on Raw? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't know if that's still on the network. I don't know what episode it was. There was an episode of Raw where Terry Reynolds was walking up the ring steps. That camera got under her. <laughs> and he could see her butthole, I'm telling you. I might be imagining it was 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'd have I remember it's not that good, but. Oh, it's not. But I'm. <laughs> Something stick with a person, though. I'll never forget <laughs> Big Jim saying, I won't say it because it was like this exceptionally crude version of, hey, they just showed her butthole TV. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. Anyways, um, uh, Goldust. But why did he just have acknowledged her? She's doing Alexander yeah, York. I know. It's limited time. They don't have, they don't have all day. Um, so he gives uh, the DVD to Titus. Yeah. And then turns, but then comes back and does a <laughs> thing. And then... Freaks Titus out. He throws the DVD up in the air. Yeah, he launches it too. Yeah, he does. It was great. I wish Braun would have been storming through that. I oh, right, that instant. Yeah, yeah, it felt like something that Braun should be storming through. That would have been a too big of a tell for later, though. Uh, next up, Bray Wyatt, man. We're here now. We're in town. Or he whatever. got a pop when his, his Titantron uh, promo came up. No, he got a decent prop when he said, Chicago, I'm here. Because people realize, oh, wow, we're actually going to see Bray Wyatt do something. Well, I mean, he didn't really do anything. The crowd cut. No, I know. The crowd, hey, the crowd super propped at that, though. The crowd, I remember I was like, oh, man, this is so boring again. But then he said, Chicago. And I was like, whoa, he's actually going to do this something. This something they filmed three weeks ago. And when I said, when I thought that and started like getting, start geeking out, I felt the, the crowd start geeking out, too. Like, oh, we're going to get Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So he comes, starts to come out for his entrance. And then you just see the lantern kind of wiggling around. Yeah. Did you see Bray Wyatt's custom title? It was great. Oh, man. Why didn't, why wasn't he better in 2017? Why didn't they do better things with him in 2017? Watch the video uh, we did about people who had the worst of 2017 in the wrestling world. Um, so he gets attacked by Matt Hardy. Oh, that crowd was then the crowd goes crazy. Oh, that the crowd was going everywhere. crazy. That was awesome. Here's the thing. So Matt gets on the mic and does his laughing thing. Yeah. Which I'm already tired of. Oh, I love it. Um, it's a pretty short segment. We go backstage. The bar are giving each other uh, Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. During that whole segment, you mm-hmm. hear, delete, Hardy, Hardy, yeah, Hardy. Yeah. Like people were just chanting Matt Hardy the entire time. Oh, yeah. That was great. They were, was huge, good. they were huge into it. This is what I this is what I like about it too, is that I feel like now that we got this, we're gonna be moving on from just the video stuff with him laughing in the weird crinkled up background set. Yes. Hardy compound. Hopefully yeah, they'll do something. Um during this bar sta- segment backstage, uh gave each other Christmas gifts. Oh it's cute. Seamus gave Cesaro uh Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. uh figure missing an arm. Yeah, that was funny. And then Cesaro gave Seamus 
two, uh, Seth Rollins figure for Which them. She to, was really happy about for them to beat up. And then he pulls out the Jason Jordan one and Sheamus. No, he says, "I don't want this." <laughs> yeah. And this is also neither does Seth Rollins, and they laugh about it. <laughs> that was great. I feel like these guys really, really like each other. Sheamus is like, it looks like a shoot reaction. I, I know, it, I know. It is. The, where's my gift receipt? Take this back. <laughs> I know. Oh man. Next, we got a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. Uh, Enzo dressed as Santa with his elves, Drew Gulak and Arya Davari, taking on Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, and Akira Tozawa. I kind of dug this because they, so they usually give these weird gimmick matches to like the club and uh, yeah. Slater and Ryan. They did yeah, 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 the, the Halloween one, yeah, the Halloween one. Um, so I don't know. I thought it was cool. Something special. It wasn't just another 205 live match. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was something. You know, it was something more fun. Um, I think this was Cedric doling out that. Did you see how high Davari flew on this lumbar check? I think great. that might have been a new record. He flew high on this mm-hmm. one. That was awesome. Um, yeah, Cedric, yeah th- they're building Cedric really, really nicely with this. I don't know if he's at the point that they're going to pull the trigger, but I kind of. What, what do you think the odds are? Because so this match is going to happen next week. Yeah, Cedric versus Enzo. I kind of feel like that something weird's going to happen, and if they take their time and do it right, they could build up to the Rumble and have this match. Yeah. And have Cedric win then, and it could be could something. Be, could be a spectacular pre-show yeah. match, yeah. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Not that I want Cedric Alexander winning his title on a pre-show, but it's better than not, it's better than not being on the show. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think it could be a killer match. Um, because I think they're like the crowd is really starting to get behind Cedric. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they're getting behind him enough. Like Then you see the crowds on 205 Live, and it's like these, they're downright hostile these days. I know. It's, like, it's lame. Like they're, they're starting to give these... 205 live matches, like the reaction Roman got at the Mania after Raw. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Roman. Like, that's the kind of reaction they're giving them. It's terrible. I don't know, man. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. Uh, uh, next, we had Enzo backstage. He runs into Nia Jax. Yeah, he's feeling down and out. Because yeah. Cedric, yeah, got the pin on Davari after Lombard. Um, he sees her. His spirits brighten somewhat. He looks up realizes they're both standing under the mistletoe. Yeah. this is, I, I like this. This, this is good. The crowd was into it, too. Yeah, it was cool. I like this. So right as, as about as they're about to kiss, Alexa Bliss comes storming in and says, Hey, Nia Jax had shoot kiss face, man. She was like, she was going in. And Enzo was about, you know, he's dirty. Um, so here's Alexa Bliss comes in. and says, Nia, I need to talk to you about the Women's Rumble right now. I, look, this is it's, it's cheesy as hell. It's so cheesy. But I like that they're essentially using these backstage segments to make it look like they're all in high school. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute. I don't know. You know what I think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Is that Alexa is going to come between Nia and Enzo so much that it's going to lead to a, a women's title match, Alexa versus Nia Jax at the Rumble. <laughs> That's like the worst possible situation, but you're probably right about that. That way then Nia is not going to be in the women's Rumble, so then it's come up with some creative way to get her out of it. Yeah. She has oh. a title match. Oh, yeah. Maybe. That could be. God, that would be so bad. I know. That would be so bad. I know. They're so much better than that. I know. Oh, my God. You're probably right. It bummed me out if that was the course they took. But, you know, you got you to think they're going to have one, if not both, the women's styles defended the Rumble. Yeah, you think. Anyways. Uh, next up, we had a Roman, Roman Reigns interview. interview. Short. Where was this? Backstage? Uh-huh. I remember what he even said. Well, it was short, so. Yeah, okay. I remember, yeah, I don't, I don't remember much about it. I think he was talking about how. Uh, I remember being distracted because Joe, Joe beat up on Ambrose and you don't do that to his family, essentially. Oh, really? Something like that. Boy, I checked out. 
It was Christmas in a while, too. I was probably getting up to get some more nog. Uh, next up, Samoja. Man, I'm bummed out that I don't have freaking nog here. I'm going to get some before I pick up Alabama today. Samoja versus Roman Reigns. I love this. This is a good I match. love this because this is the Roman Reigns. I, I kind of feel, man, I don't know. I, at this point, like especially after this match, I kind of feel like somewhere in Vince McMahon's office, there's actually a piece of paper, dude that has laid out a decent path to get Roman to the Rumble. And this is kind of a big deal because... He showed some, he dare I say, the ref. ruthless aggression. Yes! He shoved the ref. Joe gets the win by DQ. And then what did Reigns do? Oh, he beat the hell out of Joe. He beat the hell out of Samoa Joe! This was cool. This, was, this wasn't just Roman Reigns sort of docile. Did you hear what he said after, the, after uh, he finished his beatdown, after they separated him? Maybe what he's saying. He said kind of not terribly convincingly. Um, yeah, that's what, you, that's what happens when you beat up my family or something like that. Beat up my family. Yeah. Talking to, you know, about what he did to Dean. That's good. Yeah, I didn't think it was terribly convincing. Okay. Well, I'm glad I missed it then. It was like really soft-spoken. Like that's, what you, that's what happens when you beat up my family. Yeah. All right. Well, it, you kind of didn't really need to say that. Maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Camera, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the action spoke loud enough. Not a great punctuation. No. For what I thought was a cool sequence, though. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. And that's that's me nitpicking. Yeah. No, I like. I just just bigger picture in a general sense, though. I like this. It yeah, it was fine. It wasn't like a standard match. It wasn't because Roman kind of like they've been doing this thing where like you know against guys like uh, Jason Jordan against Elias, he kind of you know he has to eke out these wins. And he does, he does it every time. We're not going to see him get pinned again, I don't think. But he gets it done. But this is like one time where it's like he sort of popped his lid a little bit and went off on Samoa. Of all people, Samoa Joe. I know. You know him. I, I thought this was cool. Jar over here. It was a good match, too. Yeah, no, it was a The crowd was really into it. They were into all the false finishes at the end. Yeah. And there's that great spot where Joe had Reigns in the coquina clutch. And Reigns is reaching out for the ropes. And Joe repositions his hands, uses his leg to pin Reigns' arm just for a minute. Like oh, that was body, fun. That was cool. And then put the lock back Somebody's on. Somebody's been really watching good. some Zack Sabre exactly. Jr. matches. <laughs> That's what I thought too, man. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. I'm telling you, man, listen. I'm going to say this right now. If they get the same artist to do a shirt that for promoting Roman versus Brock at Mania, the same guy who did the Undertaker Roman one, I'm going to wear that for WrestleMania for our live stream. No, it was a great shirt. It was a good uh, design for something other than a shirt. Are you kidding me? No, listen. Good design can go on. There is no good design that doesn't belong on a shirt. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think that is true. Find like a really good comic book cover that you think is just well done. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it belongs on a t-shirt, man. Sure, man. All those old uh, Robert Crumb comic covers like the underground stuff. Those are great. They look like punk shirts, man. Not CM Punk like punk. Yeah, I know like what you cool mean. Cool punk. I know what you mean. Cool stuff. <laughs> it's not a good t-shirt design. It's fine for like a comic book or a print, but not a good t-shirt design. Oh, you're crazy. There's too much going on. Oh, man. See, I feel like... It's I feel all that like thick, thick, thick silk screen. It's not comfortable. Well, that's different. That's comfortability. Yeah, but that's part of the design of the shirt. The design of the shirt should lead to a comfortable shirt. Oh, no. There are two, there are two different worlds, man. Crazy. This is like... Look, look, this is so thick. And then it's got like a giant thing yeah, on the I back. Know. Not the most comfortable. Goddamn, it looks good. That's it's all. Good to, no, comfort is a huge, a huge factor. Look, man, I wear sweatpants like ninety percent of the time. I'm comfortable enough. You can never be comfortable enough. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty damn comfortable. Uh, next, Seth Rollins backstage, and this is where Jason Jordan says, "I think I'll make a pretty good replacement for Dean Ambrose." And then Seth goes, "Listen, listen, there's no Dean Ambrose." And then Jason Jordan says, oh, "I think I could be better." I know that was good. Jason Jordan's doing good work. 
You do really good work. I know. I know. Yeah, don't you love how they're just basically using Seth? They're like, we need to get somebody over. This guy's not getting over. Who should we put him? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Everybody loves Seth Rollins. Everybody loves Seth Rollins. Next up, we had a uh, Taraj in the middle of the ring doing some more of their asinine Christmas caroling. Mismas. Miss. Yeah, that was actually kind of funny. Mismas. More Christmas mm-hmm. carols. They said they had a, 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 a secret Santa match that Kurt Angle arranged for them, and they were excited to see who their opponent was. And it was Braun. Braun. People popped big for yeah, Braun. Love Braun. Not Braun pinned Bo Dallas with power slam. And he power slams Curtis Axel. And then another one for Bo. Another one for Curtis Axel. But when Braun was coming out, you know, both Bo and, and Curtis about pooped their pants. Yeah. And then Curtis Axel started pointing at his neck. Said, he hurt my neck. Yeah. Oh, was he great. hurt my neck. Braun is massive in 2018. Oh, yes. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Who do you think is going to fight at Mania? <sighs> God, give me Braun versus Joe for like the... Oh, that'd be great. Is there a title they can have? The IC title? Are there any of those guys in the IC title? Are they, no, they're not doing a tournament. Who's the IC? Oh, Roman's got the IC title. Yeah, he's probably walking to Mania with he's that belt. He's walking to Mania with that belt. We think the possibility is that they'll have Reigns just to like uh, put the odds against him even more, make him defend the Intercontinental title before the Universal title match. Oh, at Mania? Ooh, no, they're not going to do that. That'd be great if they did, though. I know. Last time we saw something like that was uh, Goldberg v. Uh, Scott Hall before he fought uh, Hogan. Well, also Daniel Bryan had to fight Triple H before he had his uh, title match, too. I like mine better. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Freaking Goldberg. Next, Alexa Bliss promo. Um, hyping up the uh, women's rumble a bit. But at no point was Nia Jax involved in this. So why is she coming to interfere with Enzo and Nia? She didn't reference Nia. Yeah. Nia didn't join her in the ring. So what did she have to talk to Naya about in relation to the woman's rumble? See, so I'm telling you, she's just getting between maybe Naya, her best friend, and yeah, Enzo. That's gross. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Oscar comes out. Oscar's in the Wait, rumble. So, are you in your in your conspiracy theory here for Truth Exposed? Are you saying that Alexa wants a piece of Enzo? No, she doesn't want Naya to get a piece of Enzo. Well, that makes Alexa. That's like a face turn because I agree. Enzo's okay. dirty. <laughs> He's grossy. <laughs> Oscar comes out and says she's in the rumble. This is great. I know. This is great. She's Nobody's like, ready for Oscar. Win. <laughs> I love when she does that. Little she does like whenever she does like, you know when she's trying to put emphasis on something. Yeah. yeah she like does a little head bob. I will win. <laughs> it's it's the most terrifying and cute thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. And then she kicked her head off. Yeah. That was awesome. That was great. That's what Oscar should be. I Will. You hear that, uh, that movie that Ronda Rouse is shooting that's supposed to o- happen during the Rumble? They're shooting, I think, in Atlanta, but also in Columbia. Ooh. So it doesn't look like she's going to be there. Columbia. So Oscar's going to be the odds-on favorite. Oh, absolutely, man. Where are the betting odds on that? Oscar wins. Finally. Inter- it kind of bugs me because they're talking about it so much. They're like, man, this is Oscar's going to win. Like, all the commentators were plugging away at Oscar. She's going to win this thing. Oh, she's going to win. Yeah, they'll. Yeah, I know. Especially if they somehow get Nia Jax out of the match. Damn swerve! Yeah. Then even like Nia Jax is is uh, uh, you know it would be one of the favorites to to win. Yeah, if she, she were yeah, in the match. Yeah, but then they can. I mean, they've done that kind of crap with her before, where they have everybody team. I mean, I know. You know, they could do the same thing with Oscar, but it wouldn't make as much sense. No. Main event: Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan taking on the bar for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Uh, decent match, some decent storytelling, where Seth is. In the match, getting beat down a lot by the bar, and it's Jason Jordan waiting for the hot tag. Mm-hmm. The commentary, I, I always kind of, I really enjoy how Booker T frames his 
the concept of the Jason Jordan character. People are going to be all over you in the comments right now saying that Booker T doesn't frame anything. No, he's consistent week to week. I love Booker T. And he is consistent week to week with, go how, ahead, go ahead. With, with how he approaches Jason Jordan. I know. He is always consistent on that. I know. I mean, he said something like southpaw right-hand jab during the Joe match. Oh, that was good. I, I know. He's messing with people sometimes. I know. And and Corey, calls, Corey pays attention to everything yeah. and calls him out on it. Yeah. He's like, did you say southpaw right jab? Southpaw's left-handed. And Booker T just laughed. He just laughs it off. Man, there was something else he said, and I forget what it was. Oh, there was something else, and I was cracking up. Booker T is so funny. But especially when it comes to tag team wrestling. Booker mm-hmm. T knows a thing or two oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about Jason Jordan's approach to the match, and he's like, Jason Jordan has to get in there. Mm-hmm, he has to yeah. do this. He has to do this. He has yeah. to do this. And Corey Graves you know, will counter with some other point. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was really interesting. But their conversation fed into the match. Yeah, I know. Because there's that one you know, Booker T was getting on about being aggressive, being aggressive. Get in the match. Be aggressive. Break up that pinfall. And at one point, uh, Jason Jordan runs around to run uh, to run the interference, kind of, to give Seth some support. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, for a moment, cost him. He got thrown into the barricade. He was out of the match for a bit while Seth yeah. was looking for a hot tag. Yeah. Um, but in the end, Jason Jordan was the one who got the pin. Yeah, that was awesome. Did his finisher, pin Cesaro, new tag team champions. Yeah. I think, I mean, this has been a situation, I think, where they were really directionless with Jason Jordan. And... I mean, I'm not going to say that they're saying, hey, let's, you know, he's not over the way we want him to be over. Let's put him with Seth because that's not really, like, planned out. No, no, no. That's kind of like, you it's know, well. It, it, it's, it's, cir- it's circumstance because this is obviously supposed to be Ambrose and, mm-hmm. and Seth picking up mm-hmm. to walk into Mania, like we had sort of said. Um, but as we've said before, when the circumstance presents itself, sometimes creative is really good at calling audibles mm-hmm. and, and changing up the situation yeah. if there's an injury. Um, I mean, we saw that with TLC was like the biggest example of that in 2017. Yeah. And so I do think that they want to get Jason Jordan over as a face because I think that's what they wanted for a while. They started to go a certain route with him. Maybe they weren't entirely sure that was the great way to go in terms of, because there was that one week where he was kind of whiny. Yeah. Like a little more than usual. Um, but I think the better story is him putting on some of the best matches, being able to hang with the big guys. And then finally, he picked up this win to win a championship, mm-hmm. to win a title. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good, and I think putting him with Seth, I think, is a great idea because yeah. it'll get probably Jason Jordan to the point they want him. I don't think it's a situation we saw with Cesaro and Sheamus where people were just so – they were literally – it didn't matter how much they put Sheamus with Cesaro, even as champions together, people would boo Sheamus and they would cheer Cesaro. I don't think it, that's the situation. I don't here. know. I don't know. I kind of – because there have been some interviews with Kurt Angle saying that – the, the Jason Jordan storyline is going exactly how Vince wants it. Mm. So it seems like Vince wants Jordan to get booed. Really? Um, so I was wondering if they were kind of booking Jason Jordan kind of as a, a response to how Reigns was kind of shoved down everybody's throats and the crowd did not accept him. They're kind of emulating that to build up heel heat on Jordan for an eventual legitimate heel turn. You think, well, maybe that could be. That could be. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. I think it's good. Yeah. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about SmackDown. I was actually, this was a pretty entertaining show. Yeah, it was. Uh, show opened up with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was announced beforehand. Sorry, it was announced beforehand that we're getting AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Main event, yeah. Whoa. Huge match. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, says uh, he's tried to get in touch with Dolph Ziggler. He's been unable to via telephone and text. Yeah. Um, and he says, therefore, uh, Dolph seems to have willingly given up, vacated the U.S. title. Yeah. So there's going to be a tournament. Turn a new U.S. champion. Put the title down in the middle of the ring. Walk out. And walked out. 
Um, so the first matches for that were going to happen tonight. Out comes Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin to interrupt them. Yeah. Uh, next, you hear Aiden English clear his throat. Yeah, that was great. And the crowd just pops immediately. Pop huge. Rusev Day. Big into Rusev. Yeah, everybody's big into Rusev. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable. Is everybody on SmackDown just a tweener? Seems that way in the tag division, yes. Because I didn't feel like they were a super heel. No, but they I mean, seem they're to be, really that they heel. They seem to be the most heelish of everybody there. Attitude-wise. Yeah, but, but they not didn't so much in actions. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I think everybody's just going to be kind of a tweener, except for uh, Brizango and Ascension, who are obviously just Well, in New Day. Oh, a New Day. Right. Yeah, they're just faces, too. Uh, but all the new guys, yeah. Aiden Everybody's essentially laying out their case for why they should get a shot at the Usos tag titles. Even Aiden Inglis and Rusev aren't really doing anything heel these days. Rusev's not really shutting people down. Rusev is playing up the crowd these days mm-hmm. because they're all into him. Yeah. That's cool. And you can tell that he enjoys it. Oh, my God. Endlessly. He's having the most. When he was doing what, dude, when they came out and Rusev, and they were chanting Rusev Day, and he was doing this with it. That was the most animated and the most passionate I've seen Rusev because it just it felt like when you see him, you're looking at a guy who is getting the validation from the people that he knows that he deserves. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Uh, New Day come out again, laying out their claim why they should get shot at tag team title, and they get Daniel Bryan to do the 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 hip swiveling with them, yeah. the little dance, yeah, WWE. Rusev and Daniel Bryan look thoroughly tickled. By I know, and the Rusev says. Why are you circling your hips like that? Nobody wants to see that. So Dana Bryan makes a match. New Day versus, I think they're calling him Rusev Day now. Okay. Versus Gable and Benjamin. Winner gets a shot at the Usos. Usos come out on commentary. You point this out on Twitter, and I agree with you, that the New Day always dance to the Usos theme, and it's always great. It's, it's fantastic. Big E was looking at them, doing his thing, and he looked I'm Xavier Woods. Sorry, John Chris. Xavier Woods needs to do a little, I don't know what you call it. Oh, I know, I know. I'm, I know. Not, I'm not hip to It was great. To that stuff. But he was so into it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so it's those little things. It's those little things that, and it's true, man. Just Gable Benjamin and, uh, and the Rusev Dave, that's what they are calling him. I mean, it's just, it's depth, man. It's mm-hmm. so great. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. Um, but Chad Gable picked up the win for Gable and Benjamin after pinning uh, Big E with their finisher. Hey, how'd you like that uh, stacked accolade? Oh, that was great. Lee Rusev on, on Twitter said he's going to call it the stackalade. Oh. When he has uh, Xavier Woods and in the Chad Gable, but then Chad Gable's below yeah. Xavier Woods. Yeah. They're both in the accolade. Was I was great. open, man. They never. I was really open that was the finish. Double tap. I know, but they're not going to give that to us. No, not now. No. I kind of hope they do a slow burn with Rusev Day. Take the time. Don't rush it. Yeah, but we might end up with a Brizango situation, man. There's never, like, it might be the situation. Well, they're already so over. We're just not going to put the title on them. You know. I know. Um, that is a legitimate concern. I know. Uh, after that, uh, Daniel Bryan was backstage. Oh, God. Here come, in comes Shane McMahon, who looked like he had slept, which is entirely possible. Dude, what is the deal with Shane McMahon? His new gimmick is like freaking uh, Lumberg from the office space. Daniel Bryan. And he, <sighs> so he comes in. Pretty questions everything Daniel Bryan has done so far on yeah. SmackDown. He's I've got this thing on my mind, Daniel Bryan, that uh, I can't, I've been thinking about a lot. Uh, you know, um, there's something you said to me uh, last week. You said it to me last week, and I, I got, a, I got to thinking about it, and it was, you know, it really upset me. It really upset me. I was, you said I'm gonna, I'm being, you know, my dad. 
I'm being Vince McMahon. You got you to give credit to Vince McMahon. And he kept on, and our friend Stephen Fenner's pointed this out. It's like Shane McMahon said everything twice. Yeah. yeah it's like, I, I swear, it felt like this. It felt like that he, he was given like a four-page script moments before he arrived. Yeah, entirely possible. And was told, yeah, this is what you got to say. And it's this dude, he was talking. And then, like, he said, you know, I've got to question some of your logic. He's, it's like the worst heel turn ever because he's just an annoying boss now. He's like everybody. So, like, we're very lucky. We're our own bosses. Yeah. You know, like, we don't really answer anybody. But, like, okay, so Lacey, she works for the post office, right? My wife. And it's, she comes back with these stories about either her supervisor or coworkers, and it's like this. It's just people with zero sense of, like, how to work properly, no logic, questioning your every move in the, with the most asinine things. And that's what he's doing. Uh, you know, don't you think that uh, Baron Corbin and, uh, and Bobby Roode, I'm sure they would love, you know, shots at the U.S. title. Why, why didn't you book them in a match? And I'm thinking, look, everybody loves tournaments. Yeah. You know, and Daniel Bryan says, well, this is the land of opportunity. Yeah. So that's why I did this tournament. Okay. Get more people, more opportunity. Well, you know, then we have Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. Granted, I know it's non-title, but why are you doing that? I'm like, because it sounds great. Because Daniel Bryan said it was one of the, the, the hottest feuds of the year. And that's what he says. Let's see it one more time before the end of 2017. That's what Shane said. Okay. <laughs> what? That's the worst. And just stood there silently for a little bit. That's the worst. Okay. Like super passive aggressive. <laughs> Really okay. is like I just I understand what you're telling me, but I think your your rationale is BS. That's what that okay said to me. I know exactly. It's like yeah, I get that. Like we've had heated like creative discussions about you know going in raw in the past, and it's always like no, okay, I get what you're saying, but which is just a dick way of saying I don't like what you just said. <laughs> like I do it, you do. We both do yeah, it yeah. to each we other. I try to be diplomatic about it. I'm just saying I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So it's like we know what that's like, but it's like to have a boss doing that is the most annoying thing ever. And I'm not sure that's really the heel that I want out of Shane McMahon. Well, I mean, yeah, especially with Daniel Bryan comparing him uh, unfavorably to Vince. Right. Vince was menacing. Oh, I know. Yeah. He was cruel. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan very diplomatically tried to say, look. I, I get that we should credit your dad with the entire industry. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I see that some of your actions are reflective of Vince at his worst, which is a very diplomatic way of saying that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then Shane McMahon goes on this thing, well, I, I question some of your logic. No, you're not questioning it. You just don't like him saying that. Yes. So now you're saying that his decision-making is bad. Yeah. When his decision-making is actually really good, Shane McMahon. Yes. But that's, I'm not sure that's the character I want out of Shane McMahon. No, I he's know. He's an annoying boss. I know. So, I Especially don't know. if he's, like, mad with power or something like that. You expect to be... I know. I want cartoonish villainy, you know? I, know. I don't you want, like... You a mustache that he can do this with and all that stuff. <laughs> exactly. And he's got, like, a head cold and he just sounds tired and irritable. Like, yeah, look like he slept. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> Interesting take on the, uh, the jerk boss character. <laughs> no, exactly. We'll get lumbered now. Yeah. Oh, that's the inspiration. Okay. Who knows? Uh, have you filed those reports yet, Daniel Bryan? Okay. Next, Breezango and rematch against the Bludgeon Brothers. That was uh, that the Ascension arranged for him. <laughs> this is great. 
Um, Once again, uh, Breeze Vengo were, were again getting their butts kicked. This time, Ascension came out, ran out, and uh, made the because, save. Okay, so yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers, they did that thing where they got their finisher in. They didn't do their finisher. They did the, the, the full Nelson up to the Powerbomb. Powerbomb oh, okay, yeah, they did the Powerbomb. And then Rowan pulled uh, uh, Tyler Breeze up before the three count. Instead of getting the full three count just being done with it, he pulled them up. Ascension didn't like that. They came in there to you know kind of make the save, I guess. Yeah. They just attacked uh, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers, giving them the DQ win. Uh, but, you know, they save their buddies. Um, and then they're backstage, you know, nursing their wounds. And the attention said, what they said something like, what did they say again? They were like, uh, essentially, we don't feel great about how this ended. So we've uh, we've decided to challenge. It was more or less you have to go back in there and defend your honor since you got your butt handed yeah. so badly. You have to go in and face them again to defend your honor. Yeah, I said, we're... we're on behalf of Brizango, we're challenging the Ascension, the Ascension to a rematch for Brizango. No, the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm sorry, the Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, I don't know. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was great. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Because they're their friends. Mm-hmm. Next, Ruby Riot versus Naomi. This is a surprisingly short match. Um, yeah. Boy. And then Ruby Riot gave she gave a kind of a cheesy promo. Yeah, you can tell it was dialogue she got like two minutes before. They need started. a swap, dude. They need to swap out the writer for the women's division. Mm-hmm. It, time and time again, and Ruby Riot is great. So, like she can deliver dialogue, but it's just these awkward. Like I don't know who's writing this stuff. It's where not it's good. Like, you know, you know I'm going to be in the women's Royal Rumble, and the Rumble is another word for Rumble is riot, and so that gives me an advantage. What? What? It's very 80s. It's so it's too 80s, man. Yeah, it's, it's not worse, good. Like early 90s. It's, it's not good. Bad. Um, Ruby Riot picked up the win um, after using her finisher after distraction from the Riot Squad. Yeah, it was great. Um, Charlotte comes down the ring to help out Naomi. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets beat up. The rest of the women's division, the welcoming committee essentially, comes to the ring, uh, faces off against Riot Squad. Riot Squad leaves. They start to go up the ramp. They still get attacked by welcoming committee. Yeah, there's zero reason for the Riot Squad to be heels. They have not established a motivation as to why they're bad guys or why they would start beating. Because that's, 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 that was what brought Charlotte out. Is after the match, the Riot Squad just started beating up on Naomi. She already lost the match. <clears throat> there's no motivation for them to do that, for them to be heels. They haven't established. Like, absolution, they actually got them on the mic and spelled out what their motivation yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, I know. But with Riot Squad, there's zero, there's no reason for us to Well, they've that. been handling absolution. They have botched Riot Squad. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's weird, too, because Ruby Riot's great. Uh, next up, AJ Styles. You got to love that this dude's doing a freaking promo, and the crowd is just thunderous with AJ Styles' chants, and he has to, like, stop and, like, soak it in for a second. And he's not even, like, AJ's great because he's not a smooth promo guy, but he just sounds so sincere, especially yeah. when, he, like, when he's a face. Yeah. When he's the heel, that's, that was the problem. It was like, oh, I don't really believe this guy's man. Yeah, he seems, like, he seems like a decent guy. He seems like a decent fellow. Um, I have to watch that. He's on a new Up, Up, Down, Down. Oh, yeah. Where apparently he destroys a, uh, an Atari 2600 controller. Wow. I'm really, I want to see that. There was a promo last night during SmackDown for a ride-along. Oh, this is their best of the year, whatever. Oh, yeah. So there's a quick shot of AJ doing Stone Cold's What, and it's perfect. Oh, man. I'm going to watch a bunch of those. They're probably really fun. Oh, I know. Um, after that, we had two first-round matches for the U.S. title tournament. The first one was Bobby Roode against Baron Corbin. Um, Bobby Roode uh, hey. must have done his, his advanced scouting because he came in knowing what Baron Corbin's weakness was. A roll-up. The roll-up, man. I, so what – I'm trying to think here. After this happened last night, what part – like, is it his core muscles he needs to work on to kick out of a roll-up? 
Yeah, I would think it was like the hips, the glutes. I the would butt think, muscles, yeah, yeah, right, right. You got to kick out of that because you're in a roll up. You need to push off from mm-hmm. your thighs and up. Because you got to, dude. If you're trying to, he's do more squats, right? Squats. I feel like he doesn't really do it. He doesn't seem like the squat. You type think he's guy. an upper body workout type probably guy? guy? Probably, probably guy. Because his shoulders yeah. and his traps look decent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he might be right. He doesn't have much of a core. Like his belly's not the greatest. Yeah, he's not going to be an. Well, he used to carry a lot more weight when he was off. Oh the sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, look, I'd love to have Baron Corbin body. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Me too. Not his hairline, just his body. Be happy with that. Um, my hairline's fine. Okay, I got a little. Bit, not. I got a little bit of a spot up here. I have a growing spot up there. Yeah, yours is running away. But you look. The thing for you is, you look great with a shaved head oh, like that. You. you look awesome. I have a weird box head. All right, <laughs> I am like weird head guy. So once it goes, maybe ooh. you should do a go the Randy Orton rep. I probably I probably will. Really? I'll probably do that. Yeah. I've got some stuff that costs like eighty bucks, just chilling in like under my sink. It's supposed to be the Knox or whatever, and you put it in there. But I don't really. Is have it like a thickening thing, or does it actually make more hair grow? I think it's supposed to like rejuvenate, stimulate, stimulate. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really care. I mean, when I bend down, I got I got a. It's long enough. It covers it up for the right. Most part. Exactly. Like it looks fine. I noticed when I was like, I don't want to do this. Then you can see how far up it after goes. After I, I cut my hair the first time, I was growing out, and I did the thing where I looked down like this. I'm like, oh gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right well, there's been plenty of videos where I'll start laughing. I'll go down like this, and I'm like, oh look at that sea of flesh right there. But mm-hmm. I don't really care. Oh no, it's not the end of the world. Uh yeah. So Bobby Roode advances. Yeah. Baron by roll up. up, yeah. So I have a feeling that Baron's going to get involved some point down the line to interfere in one of these matches because he's upset with himself. Yeah, maybe. You but mentioned miserable Baron Corbin is kind of the best Baron Corbin. He starts just throwing random tantrums backstage. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's best Baron Corbin. Oh, that is great. Um, so this U.S. title tournament thing. Number one, they've totally ripped off Stephen Larson book raw. Yeah, we have a tournament for the uh, the other mid card belt, the IC mm-hmm. title. Um, the 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 U.S. title tournament. Well, they have three of the four three of the four people that participated in this tournament were in our Intercontinental title tournament. There's that too. Um, are we thinking the end? So you mentioned off camera. You said, do you think Dolph is going to be one of the participants? And I said, well, he's probably just going to like once it's done. I feel like when he'll come out and be Cena like won the belt when Punk was gone and Punk came back and says, no, I'm the real champ. And they had a champ versus champ. Match. It'd be kind of cool if Dolph came back and was like, dude, I went on vacation. I had a bunch of vacation days. Look, I, fi- I, yeah. I, I filed necessary paperwork. Yeah, with HR, they know about with it. Shane, Shane knows about it. What's going on here? And then they do like a. Champion versus champion, where there's two. I always love when there's two two belts. champions. I know two, champions. two of the same champions. <laughs> it's so weird. UFC does that all the time. They're oh, like I know. Anytime someone's hurt, they have the interim. Yeah. Oh, okay. and it's like always now. I know. Uh, next, Jinder Mahal against the Perfect Ten. 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 Ty Dillinger. He had a really corny promo before. Just because he was smiling too much. Oh, I know, man. If you take the smiling out of the equation, it, w- it would have been fine. Bobby Roode, like if they, if anybody needs to take smiling out of the equation. Oh, I know, because Bobby looks like it hurts from the smile. But Ty, when he smiles, it seems natural. He seems oh, like I a know. pretty happy person. He looks like he just, you know, got it. Somebody told him something silly. It won't wait yeah. in line for coffee. Yeah. You know. Uh, are we both open? Uh, we kind of mentioned this. Oh, that uh, gender wins. Yeah, we hope gender wins. Yeah. What is it with that? Well, like, why is it that with us? People in the comments can be like, why do you like gender so much? I just think he's great. I think his packaging is amazing. He's got yeah, the best face in there's wrestling. There's all that, but also it's, it's just good to see a story of someone who, who you know, was a, at best a mid-carder, a jobber, got released, came back to kind of fill out the roster a little bit, yeah. be given an opportunity, and do the best he can with it. And it was never, it was, it was far from perfect, his run as champion, 
But I always thought that he gave it his full effort, and I appreciate that, and I want to see him succeed. So is this an eight-man tournament? Yeah, because uh, it was mentioned later on it was an eight-person tournament. Okay. Oh, it was during Ty's promo. He said okay. it was eight people, but the only number that matters is ten. Mojo and Zack Ryder. Probably. Probably. Well, let's see. There's, there's four here, so we need four more people. We need four more people. I think yeah. Mojo and Zack Ryder are probably definites. That's a, that's a, that's a good guess. Um, SmackDown roster. Who are we missing? List of WWE personnel. Um, no one in the tag team division for sure. Right. Yeah, take them out of it. About Mike, Mike Kanellis. Who's he going to jump? Sin Cara. Oh, gosh. Probably, huh? Ryder and Mojo is good. That'll probably be one of them. It might be Sin Cara and Mike Kanellis. It seems like everybody else is in a tag team. Well, that's going to be a weak couple of uh, first-rounders next week. Unless Mike Kanellis, Sin Cara. Or Sami Zayn. Maybe Sami Zayn will be one of them. Maybe. That could be. You don't think they'd put Shinsuke in it, do you? Well, they could. Could be Shinsuke. Who do you think is going to come out of this thing, though? Well, I don't know. I I can't answer that until I don't know the other field is. Yeah. yeah. If it's Canellis, Sincara, one to whoever okay. you think is going to win that match. Oh, interesting. Okay. So oh, every right. match has a point score attached. So it's not a matter of who wins, gets the most right. It's who scores the most points. So it'd be entirely possible. For me to get like one less match right, but based on the confidence points, I still win. Oh, I don't like that though. I think it should be a combination of like number one, who wins the matches. Well, then we need a third metric though, so it's not because then it'd be a tiebreaker. Yeah, oh, we'll figure it out. We're gonna have a very good system for doing it. Wait and see what happens. Uh, yeah, Randy Orton says I'm in the Rumble, and then Shin the camera pans out, and Shinsuke's there, and he says I'm in it too. Yeah. So. There are two entrants. Yeah. Uh, next. Main event, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Quality match. Probably the best match they've had. Although the first one they did, they had the weird finish where AJ was caught in the, Man, the wires. Man, I'll be honest. This is like the best match they've had. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that Kevin Owens went to Shane, to Vince afterwards and said, are you good? Yeah. Shane said, and Vince said, yeah. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, Zane's kind of getting involved. He's hovering around on the apron. Serving as a distraction for AJ. Shane comes running down, sorry, walking down the ring. Um, <laughs> starts talking to the ref to get Zane kicked out of the ringside area. Yeah. It was, quite a, it was kind of a prolonged back and forth between he and the ref. I know. It was. I mean, if that's your boss and the boss says, kick him out of there, it should just be, okay, fine. This, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There shouldn't be all sorts of having and on, yeah. That kind of stuff. <laughs> but while the ref is, is, is distracted by kicking Sammy out, uh, AJ rolls up Kevin Owens mm-hmm. for what would have been, I guess, a three count. AJ mm-hmm. lets go. He hits L1 yeah. to to disengage the, the, <laughs> right. the pinfall. <laughs> right. He turns to the ref saying, hey, hey, what is going on? What is, what's the deal? And now that he's distracted, Owens takes advantage, rolls up AJ, picks up the win. So mm-hmm. we're going to get AJ versus Owens for the WWE title, the Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm excited about that. That's going to be good, man. Hopefully there'll be no other, none of this. Shane, no shenanigans. Business. Let them have a five-star match. Let's be, and it was cool because Owens was busting out some stuff I hadn't seen him do yet. I know he's got. He's really only exhibiting like twenty percent of what he could do. Telling you, man. That's only that's only five percent up from when he debuted. I know when it was fifteen percent. I know. So let those guys go in the ring. Give them twenty minutes. Yeah. Tear the house down. Oh man. 
So great. Don't worry about promoting any other, pushing any other storylines with Shane or anything else. No. Just let those two excellent wrestlers have a five-star match. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Let them do it. Put it at the, what is it, the American Legion Hall? Yeah. Just put it in there. Yeah. Live via satellite. Anyways. Let's answer some questions. All right. I'm sure you got plenty of questions from the holiday weekend. Yeah. Uh, fat bastard champ Alex Foster. What other superstars should have their own days like Rusev? How would their days be celebrated? I feel like uh, Aiden English should have his own day as well. He's the other guy in the tag team. Mm-hmm. So wait, where is the Aiden English in the tag tag team named Rusev Day? I'm not 100 percent sure that's what they called them, but I thought at one point uh, commentary was was referred to them collectively as Rusev Day. Okay. It might have been a mistake. All right. I mean, I know he's the guy who sings it and everything. Yeah. It's Who else should have their own day? Um, I mean, Braun. Obviously. Yeah, Braun did. Braun needs to have his own day. He needs to have Stro-mon-day. his own. He should have his. He no, he should have his own month. Oh yeah. Braunuary or Stro month. Stro month. Stro March. That's Stro Monday. Stro Monday. Oh, um, A.O. Worm so is this a setup for a Dean heel turn hopefully I don't think they even know no, here's the problem well, well here's two things one they say nine months this probably be half that time yeah like they said Brahma could be out for like half a year yeah it'll be he my, was back in three weeks it'll be by mania um, for sure by mania and number two when he comes back he's going to be more popular than ever because he's gone from injury yeah so I don't know that that's going to be the case but you never know I don't think they even know at this point no they don't Lonnie Eaton power rank surprise entrance in the open US title scene surprise entrance um Shibata that'd be a major surprise that'd be a huge surprise Drew McIntyre that'd be a great surprise I would love that Uh, he won't be healed in time but Alistair Black. That would be a surprise. Yeah. Maybe that's why Velveteen Dream hasn't been around because he's going up to Maine immediately. Could be. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Do-do. Do-do. Uh, Foxy the Foxy Fox. For you guys as a whole, what has been the better show of 2017, SmackDown or Raw? Man. I think it's a tale of two halves, that's man. I was going to say the exact same First thing. First half of SmackDown, second half is Raw. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jack Dolan, how awesome was that Rusev Day chant? How quickly would WWE kill the Rusev Day push because of getting too over? I don't know if they'll kill it, but they might just say, all right, here's a comedy act, all off fashion police. Yeah, maybe. Here's their role on the show, and that's it. Yeah, could be. I think they have, I think they, they really want Gable and Benjamin to have those titles. Yeah. Because they're, I mean, for one thing, like it's, it's the kind of thing where they're not super over, so maybe they think that, well, they'll be the champion, so they'll be over. That could be. But maybe they think, well, in our minds, they're the heels of this yeah. division, so that we don't need a huge reaction from the crowd. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, Adam Mayhem, if you were to have the authority to switch roster members around two days so they have a better run next year, who would you choose? Pick a singles man, woman, and tag team. One for one. So you got to trade uh, like Samoa Joe for Baron Corbin or something like that. All right, I'm going to say... Uh, so does each one have to have a better run? Yeah. For okay, more opportunity. So you can't just tank one guy for somebody no. else. Okay. Well, let's take Samoa Joe because I kind of feel like... No, let's take Finn Balor. Yeah. Put him on SmackDown and switch him for Bobby Roode. Okay. That's what I would do. That's good. Um, a woman. Bailey. Oh. SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Naomi to Raw. 
Okay, I was going to say Becky Lynch to Raw. Yeah, I thought that too, but I kind of want Becky and Charlotte to have a program before that happens. Okay. How, I didn't mention this. Naomi's like robe thing she was wearing last night. Oh my gosh. Was it was it different than you? Yeah, because it had like the fiber optic lights in it. Oh, I need to go so back. So it lit up again. and down the whole oh, that's cool. length of it, and when the black lights were on, yeah, it looked like some like nebulous face plasma yeah. fabric. It was amazing. Oh, that's awesome! I gotta check that out. Oh my gosh, I almost lost my mind when I saw that. It was wow. so cool. Mind blowing. Um, tag team. Tag team. The revival goes to SmackDown. Oh no, don't no, no, no! They don't need to go anywhere. They just need to be healthy. How about? How about this? Here's an yeah, idea. Go ahead. Say Gable and Benjamin come short on uh, getting those tag titles. So okay. they go to Raw. Okay. So we can have them take on Rollins and Jordan. So we get a Gable-Jordan feud. Um, oh, then, I like that. I like and that. And then Revival go to SmackDown. That'd That's what good. it is. That'd be good. That's what it is. It's messed up when the New Day comes out and they call Sheldon Benjamin Jason Jordan. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> they seem to get a kick out of it, though. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Reiner, who will Styles defend against at the Rumble? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, man. Looks like it. That'll be a good feud, hopefully, if they do it right. Right the ship. Oh, Sexton Hardcastle. I thought it was, this would be on the Friendo Awards, but it wasn't. So he's got to ask, what's the pay-per-view of the year? Best show of the year. Man. Okay, we'll stick to main roster, not NXT. We can't talk about New Japan shows? Oh. I mean, okay, Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> but no, let's stick to WWE. I thought payback was fun, for the most part. Wasn't TLC a lot of fun? Yeah, that was decent, too, yeah. TLC was cool. What do we have at TLC? We had AJ versus Finn. Yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, Angle Shield. <coughs> Which one was payback? That was, uh, we were there. That was House of Horrors, man. <laughs> oh. But the main event was really good. Okay, what was that main event? It was uh, Braun and Reigns and the last man standing, I think. Okay. And that's All when right. Reigns was getting beat up. All over the place, and the crowd was chanting, you, diver- you deserve it. Oh, that was, yeah, that was good. That was fun. Of course, we were there, so I mean, that had something to do with it. Like, fourth row. What it was, was uh, Jericho Owens. Well, what else was TLC? The Shield Union that never happened. Oh, yeah, because uh, Kurt Angle was in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Jason Jordan versus Elias. Enzo beat Kalisto. Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox in the... The pre-show. Pre-show, yeah. Yeah. And Oscar's debut. Clash wasn't terrible. Clash was okay. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of stinkers early on. Yeah. <clears throat> How was the Rumble this year? Rumble 2017. I mean, Orton won. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Okay. I think Wrong. there were some good title matches. It was Cena and Styles and then uh, Owens and Reigns. Mm-hmm. Braun came and interfered. Yeah, okay. That was a decent show. Neville versus Rich won. Oh, is that that's where Neville won. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. That'd be up there, I guess. Owens versus Apart Rumble. from Orton winning the Rumble. Go back and watch that again. Jericho in a shark cage. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was fun. That was good stuff. Anyways. Uh, New Japan, though? Wrestle oh, Kingdom. Yeah, it was Wrestle Kingdom. What was the best takeover, do you think? Oh, man, I don't know. Brooklyn was good. War Games was fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I give it to War Games. God. Yeah. War Games is fun, dude. What else was on Chicago? Uh, it was Bobby Roode and Hitami. Oh, yeah. It that, was, was, that was a good match. DIY, a good match. DIY Authors of Pain. 
the Chompa turn. Oh, the turn? Oh, that might be it. Man. That was a good show, too. Chicago might be it. I don't think NXT's put on a bad take. No, they never year. do. They never do. Because I remember that, that Rude Tony match was really good. Yeah, it was good. That was like my favorite Tony. San Antonio was good, too. They're all good. All right. That's good. when uh, Seth Rollins came out, cut that promo on Triple H from the show. Oh, yeah, that's good. That was a good show. That's good stuff. Okay, so a different way to frame this question from Curran, you're not me, Borbin. Who do, you, who do you think will win the U.S. tournament, and who do you want to win it? Who do you think is going to win? Not knowing who the other four participants are. Who do I think is going to win? I don't Bobby Roode, who I want to win. Yeah, okay. Based on what I know now, I mean, they could throw some curveball in the field. Based on what I know now, I think Bobby's going to win. Yeah, okay. And then I, th- I want Ginger to win. Okay. Based on what I know now. I'll say this. I think Bobby's going to win. I kind of want Mojo to win. Give him a good kick in the pants. Yeah, he deserves it. Tommy T. Hey, friend. So there is. Is there any reason why Manami Toyota was nominated for any friendo award? She retired this year and is widely considered the best in-ring uh, women's wrestler of all time. So I'm just curious. We're just not that familiar with her. Pure and total ignorance. Yeah, to be honest with you. I've, Meltzer talks about her endlessly as one of, if not the greatest in-ring performer ever. Yeah. So it's. I definitely have to. Educate myself on her work. I mm-hmm. have not had the opportunity yet. There's, and that's a lot, why. there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. Huge world of wrestling. Yes. Oh, uh, from Braun. My least favorite chant is the CM Punk chant because it's been almost three years since he left. January of 20. No, it's almost four years. Um, people need to get over it already. What is your least favorite chant or something you think wrestling fans need to get over with? Well, I think in general, they need to get over the, uh, the idea of... Taking over shows. Okay. I mean, p- participation is great. Being a hot crowd is great. But, you know, you, you know, like you're chanting boring just because the match is too long. That's you trying to take over the show, and I, that's too far. I get per- these days, these days right now, I get personally offended when they run down anything on 205 Live. When they were, like, crapping on the Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a terrific story being played out. That you're that you're just sitting around because you want the dark match with whoever Bobby Roode and Shinsuke or whoever it is. Yeah, like you're just sitting there, crapping on it for zero reason. Not because it's bad in the ring. Yeah. Not because of that. Because you just want them to move on to the dark match. Yep. Just go home. Yeah. Just go home at that point. Yeah. I can't stand that. That pisses me off. Yeah, I agree. Mike Demopoulos. Uh, we in Chicago are known for being one of the smarkiest towns in the country, and he was in attendance at Raw, and he couldn't believe that. But they, believe that by the end of the match, the crowd was actually pro-Roman, not just during the assault, but even as the match progressed. Uh, Mike's question is, did they waste the Shield Union when they could have just booked him more aggressive the whole time? I mean, that would been a good start, because we saw whenever they booked yeah. Reigns aggressive, he gets more over. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I don't know. If they, I wouldn't say they wasted the Shield reunion. Well, I think in hindsight you can say they did because it hasn't really worked. Hasn't worked at all. People keep getting sick, getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but that has nothing to do with their their plan was great. Yeah. Their plan was awesome. But people, yeah, people kept getting sick and now hurt. So I mean, was that wasted? Did they waste it? No. Has it been a waste because of what's happened? Then sure. Yeah. All right. You ready for some trivia? Yeah, man. Let's do some trivia. Of course, for our patrons, the post show today, chat trivia. But this is where we quiz each other. Oh, what a good what a good question here. Oh, let's do Actually, one broken Steve. Any chance that Vince has decided on Brock versus Cena at Mania instead of Roman? Zero. No, man. Yeah. They didn't they name Cena Styles their number one match of twenty seventeen? Who? WWE.com. You mean twenty eighteen? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Rumble one, yeah. So maybe it wouldn't surprise me if they were going to go Cena versus Styles at, at Mania. Mania. And Styles better go over. <laughs> no, he's not going to. It's going to be because Cena's got the record. So annoying. Like, it's bad enough that we're going to have Brock Roman. I'll be honest, man. If it's... No, I agree with that. But if it's if it's a fantastic five, five and a half star match, I'm, I'm okay with it. No, I'm not. Because, I'm not interested in it because Cena's the past, man. He's going to come in and win the title and drop it a month later. That's lame. It's like what happened last year. Because that's what's going to happen. He's going to come in. If he, if he wins that belt of Mania, he's going to... He drops it to Nakamura. Then we get Nakamura Styles at freaking SummerSlam. No, oh, the best case is give us Nakamura Styles at Mania. Yeah, but it's Cena. Just have Cena, Cena should win it, win it at some B pay per view to pump up buy rates because people will tune in just to see <laughs> Cena at SmackDown. Some B pay per view. Just people will tune in to see Cena break Ric Flair's record. All right, here we go. Attitude Era. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Big event. Mm hmm. At what 1998 pay-per-view did Undertaker and Mankind have their infamous Hell in a Cell That's match? King of the Ring. Very good. Who served as a special guest referee when Shane McMahon bowed his father Vince at WrestleMania 17? Well, you know... Wait, hold on. Who? Shane McMahon versus who? Vince at WrestleMania 17. WrestleMania 17, who was the guest ref? Uh-huh. I was about to say that. I know, that would have been incorrect. Oh, no, that would not have been good. Uh, WrestleMania 17? Hold on, people in chat here are saying Cena's the past. The Cena's in the past, like in the company. He's the past of the company. I think he may be younger than AJ, but he's not sticking around full time. AJ's around full time. <laughs> All right, man. It just I, bugs. I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't really bug me as much because another thing can put on a great match. Here's here's what's gonna bug me. If anything bugs me, it's gonna be the build. If Cena comes in acting like he's never fought AJ Styles, oh I know, which could be, which could be. Sometimes he does that because I, I think it's just what he auto he, he defaults to. Yeah. Then that would bug me. All right. I need an answer. Okay, special guest ref. Shane versus Vince, WrestleMania 17. Was it uh, HBK? Mick Foley. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, let's see here. Championships. Mm -hmm. Who beat Booker T for the WCW Championship? On a July 2001 SmackDown episode, becoming the first WWE Oh, that's superstar. The Rock. It's Kurt Angle. Oh. I thought I would oh, the Rock. I think The Rock won at SummerSlam. That's what it was. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Darn it. Okay. And what type of match did Mankind and Chainsaw Charlie defeat the New Age Outlaws the World Tag Team titles at WrestleMania 14? Uh, that would have been a dumpster match, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. Didn't know there was a different name for it. Um, what diva was briefly known as the Duchess of Dudleyville when she managed the Dudley Boys? Ooh, is that Keebler? Yeah, very good. Um, what WWE superstar played the title role in the 2002 movie The Scorpion King? No, oh, The Rock. Uh, big events, and now we're in the modern era. Modern era. This isn't really the modern era. Big events. What WWE champion was switched from SmackDown to Raw when he was the first pick of the 2005 draft lottery. <coughs> Cena, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who was forced to leave WWE after losing a match to CM Punk on the SmackDown after SummerSlam 2009? 2009, forced to leave WWE, lost to CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Championships. Championships. What was the name of Kane? Kane! And Daniel Bryan's mismatched tag team. Team Hell No. Yeah, wow. They have this. Wow. That's late for this game. I know. This is another more recent question, too. Who defeated CM Punk for the WWE Championship at Royal Rumble 2013? His first. His first to win his first WWE title in almost a decade. Um, wait, what year? 2013? Yeah. Who'd he beat? Who'd beat CM Punk? Rumble 2013. For his first title win in more than a decade. Sorry, almost a decade. I know, it's probably obvious, isn't it? Yeah. The Rumble 2013? Yes. Honestly, but I forget. I don't know. Who is it? Give me an answer. At least wager a guess. All the Rock. Yes. <laughs> and that whole angle just upsets you to no end. Because I had, I had Kane in my head. Oh. I just had Kane in my head. I was like, Kane never beat CM Punk, did he? Oh, no. It was Kane, wasn't it? Was it Taker? No. Stupid Rock. That was Superstar Superstar bio. <clears throat> in February of 2009, which superstar did JBL reveal... As Hornswoggle's father. Wait, say it again? Sorry. In February 2009, which superstar... Oh, is it Fit Finley? Yes. Uh, what superstar uses his zigzag move to finish off opponents? Doug Ziggler. Tie. 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 Ten. Tie. Ten. Tie. Ten. Tie. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Are you disappointed in me? Sounds like you're disappointed. Yeah, in me. you should have gotten the rock much quicker. Dude, my head is just not in. The, I'm not in the trivia space right now. I love trivia though. We need to get a new game. We do. I mean, not a new game. We just need new trivia cards. Well, that will probably necessitate a new game. Right. Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks for watching. Here's some Hilton. Are you back with us? Where's Hilton? He's still on holiday break. He's got the music going. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.